0: Listening to Pet Fluff with Katie Mara, a lifestyle podcast that features various topics, current events, tips and advice, and the occasional guest that not only benefits you but also your pet. So come and join me and take a listen as I am your host, Katie Mara. Hey guys, it's your girl Katie Mara with. Pet fluff episode 16 who am i you ask well i'm a pet sitter by day and podcaster by night my husband herbert and i own a pet care company in northern virginia and have been professional sitters for over 10 years i have seen it all with pets young to old disabled and sick and even behavioral issues including anxiety and aggression I wanted to create a platform for all pet lovers and owners to accrue information about all things pets. Today, we are going to talk about autumn dog sickness, how to avoid it, and how to manage it if your dog contracts it, as well as we're gonna answer that question, should I get a ferret or not? And what do I need to know before getting one in my home? And we're gonna feature five cats that are in a special program sponsored by Four Paws regarding barn cats, and we'll go over all of that, and they're going to be available for adoption. Before we get into our first segment, I also wanted to thank all the donors for the Strut Your Mutt campaign. These donors were gracious enough to donate their money towards the Strut Your Mutt campaign sponsored by Homeward Trails, and the money would be put to good use. So a special thanks to Lael L, Kara W, Lauren C, and quote unquote, the boys. Thank you so much for that. It was such a fun campaign and hope to do it in the future. So let's get into our first segment. Here's a scooper where a captivating current event can spark a conversation or a feel good story that makes your heart smile. And best of all, it's all about the animals. I came across this article on NBC News, and it's their U.S. news, where a French bulldog named Wilbur is elected mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. The Kentucky hamlet of Rabbit Hash has a new mayor, Wilbur, a six-month-old French Bulldog. Rabbit Hash, Kentucky, has never had an actual person or a human as a mayor, Amy Noland Wilbur's Human said. Nolan said that the tradition emerged in the late 1990s. There was a man named Don Clare who thought it would be a great idea to elect some type of animal, not necessarily a canine, As mayor of the town, as a fundraising event for the Historical Society, she explained, the Ohio River town of just under 500 people is on the National Register of Historical Places in part for its very old general store, built circa 1831, reported to the Cincinnati Inquirer. Nolan said that there is a thriving community of dog lovers in the town, including her. She says that she fosters kittens and cats, ferries rescue dogs to their new home, and has two rescue dogs in addition to her Frenchie. But she described Wilbur, who she adopted four months ago, as an oddity because he's an American Kennel Club registered purebred dog. I mean, he was just so cute, she explained. From 2017 to, through 2019, according to the American Kennel Club, the French Bulldog has been the fourth popular purebred dog breed in the country. There have been five mayors of rabbit hash since the first, Goofy. The last mayor, a pit bull named Bryn, was mayor from 2016 to 2020, Nolan said. Although it is not political at all, it always coincides with the presidential election. Nolan said she ran Wilbur's campaign for mayor because all of the negative media that has been out there surrounding America and the election and COVID-19, so I guess I wanted Wilbur to be something positive in the news. She said Wilbur, is handling the stress of a new job pretty well. He has done a lot of interviews locally and has had a lot of pets, a lot of belly scratches, and a lot of ear rubs. He is a cute pug, I will say. Very sweet. What a nice story. Now we're going to get into our next segment. the fluff where discussions happen and information is absorbed to help aid you and your pet Dogs have many of the same characteristics as their human owners when the weather changes from summer to fall colds the flu and other viruses and infections spread like wildfire in the late fall This is no different for dogs categorized as autumn dog sickness It can wreak havoc on your dog's immune system. Symptoms include lethargic behavior, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain, and loss of appetite. These simple steps will help keep your pup healthy during this season. Number one is to stay away from mushrooms. While some are edible, others are highly toxic. And with the moisture in the fall weather, you want to stay away from those mushrooms as much as possible. Number two, limit nuts and acorns. Some random nuts from trees are a choking hazard and can be toxic. Acorns in particular contain a chemical called tannin acid, similar to what's found in wines we drink. Eating too many of the acorns, it can cause severe damage to the kidneys or liver. having one every once in a while is okay. Number three, limit scraps from festive dinners and parties. It's that time of year where we are getting into the holidays. Overfeeding leftover food can disrupt the natural gut flora of your dog. Your dog is accustomed to a particular diet, so a change in their diet can cause severe stomach disruption. Number four, and with all the parties and half-eaten food in the trash, can cause a hungry dog to scavenge through these bags. Easy choking hazards include chicken bones, candy wrappers, and even straws. Toxic foods like grapes and chocolate and even onions can be an easy grab from the trash, but dangerously threatening to your dog. A leftover Halloween chocolate, for example, contains A chemical called theobrime, which can cause kidney failure and heart problems, as well as complications of the nervous system if ingested in large quantities. And number five, sometimes it is seasonal with not much of an explanation at all. Much like humans, unknown viruses float around and we haven't become immune to these viruses. This can also happen with dogs. Like the common cold, it can last 72 hours to two weeks. If your pup shows severe symptoms, check with your vet first. It's always a good idea to do so, especially if they're in need of medication. Make sure that your pup has plenty of water and rest. If your pup is dehydrated or has diarrhea, incorporate rice into their meal, for easier digestion, I also have come across a doggy electrolyte called Bullyade. It is a powder that you can mix in with their water to give them the extra nutrients that they need while experiencing dehydration and diarrhea. I will also provide a link available in the show notes. If they have shorter hair, a sweater or a coat can help your pup during the winter months by staying warm. And while it's no fun being sick. Prebiotics, probiotics, a regular diet, and regular exercise can reduce your chances of getting sick. This goes as well for your dog. And now we're going to get into Q&A time. It's Q&A time. Solve all your animal problems here. No matter how pressing or silly your question is, Don't worry, I got you covered. Now, it's time to get into the nitty gritty. Malika from LA asks, my son wants a ferret. I know nothing about ferrets. What can be expected? Well, let's get to know what a ferret actually is first before we weigh the pros and cons. A ferret is a furry small mammal with a long body and short legs. They are related to weasels, minks, otters, raccoons, and even badgers. Their scientific name, i probably butcher this, but it's Mustoleidae, which is a group of carnivorous mammals. They have a lifespan between 5 and 10 years. They have a playful and mischievous personality, and some owners deem them to be a cross between a cat and a dog. When considering a ferret, know that they can get into everything— They can hide and steal items in secret locations. They are also very energetic for how small they are and need lots of exercise. They love toys and activities. They also do best with interactive families or another companion as they are naturally social creatures. Now, a downside is ferrets have a natural musky odor, much like a muskrat. Some vets have removed their musk glands over the years, but that can cause complications for them over time. They also are carnivorous, similar to cats. Having a high-protein diet and less carbs is ideal. I know most people with domesticated ferrets are fed cat food. In a previous episode, I had covered the best pet food for cats, but the same rule applies to ferrets. They also can be litter-trained like cats. But unlike cats, ferrets don't naturally prefer to use a litter box. Start by using a corner box inside its cage in a very small area, and then gradually allow them more freedom as it continues to use the box. You may need to keep a small amount of dirty litter in the pan for a while to help your pet understand the box purpose, and you can discourage them from using other corners of the room or an enclosure by covering them with bedding or food bowls. Use lots of positive reinforcement, verbal praise, and petting them along with treats. Prepare to be patient to regress now and then, to clean up mistakes, and very carefully use an enzyme or bacterial-based odor remover, and to be vigilant until your pet gets the hang of it. And just like cats, ferrets can also get hairballs. So that's another thing you'll have to deal with. When setting up a place for a ferret, they are usually in large cages. These are multi-level homes similar to a chinchilla or a large home for a guinea pig. Make sure that the cage is spacious and large enough for a ferret. When it comes to choosing a vet, depending on where you live, You would have to check with a vet to see what would be a better fit, a traditional vet or an exotic vet. I would make sure that the vet has enough knowledge with ferrets and has worked with them before. With all of this to consider, the most important thing to contemplate is that you will have to make the time to spend with your ferret and have patience with their silly behavior. With this being said, ferrets can be a wonderful addition to your family and a joy to have. So, Malika from LA, I hope this information helps about ferrets when considering your options. Good luck, and I hope it works out. And I really hope that you get it. You should. <laughs> and if you have a question for me, you can email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com. Now we're gonna get into my favorite segment of the episode, the Pet Fluff feature of the episode. Well, it's time for my favorite segment, which is the feature pet of the episode? This is where I showcase a local DMV pet that is in need of a forever home. So, let me help you find your forever pet. Today's Pet Fluff feature is sponsored by Four Paws Rescue Team. It is a nonprofit, community based, all volunteer organization that takes in neglected, abandoned, abused, and unwanted cats and kittens. Cats rescued by four paws receive vaccines and appropriate veterinary care before being adopted into permanent loving homes. An animal rescued by four paws will never be euthanized except out of medical necessity. Additionally, four paws is dedicated to supporting the management of populations and improving the health of feral cat colonies. Four paw volunteers also hold seminars in local schools to teach children the importance of responsible pet care. So today we're actually featuring five cats and they are in a special program through four paws called the barn cats. And you may wonder what the hell is a barn cat? So those are cats that have been deemed unadoptable from our partnering shelters because they are not well socialized with people. They are not aggressive but they are typically too shy to make suitable pets and are not interested in human attention other than being fed or receiving shelter. Four paws typically place these cats in any setting where they have a safe outdoor shelter, like a barn, a shed, a workshop, or garage, and their caretakers would provide them with daily fresh food and water. The cats come with all the supplies necessary to get started, and Four paws will deliver the cats to their new homes within 100 miles of Fairfax, Virginia. They do not charge an adoption fee for barn cats, and they will go to their new homes fully vetted. And this is pretty cool because four paws is a non-kill shelter, so this is a great option for people who have a lot of land and maybe a lot of rodents. So we're going to feature five cats. Lewis, who is three years old, is neutered as well as current on his rabies and distemper vaccines. Peanut Butter, who is about two and a half years old, is neutered, current on his rabies and distemper vaccines, and is microchipped. George, who is seven years old, is neutered, current on his rabies and distemper vaccines, and is also microchipped. And for George, it would be best if he was a solo barn cat on a property, as he does not particularly care for too much competition in his outdoor space. Sylvia, a orange tabby, is about two years old and is spayed as well as current on her rabies and distemper vaccinations. And Sylvia who is a young adult. Her age right now is unknown, but she is a younger kitty. She is also spayed and is current on her rabies and distemper vaccinations. With every barn cat, they will be delivered to their new homes with all the supplies to start their relocation process. Supplies includes an adequate startup of supply of food, food and water dishes, cat litter, and bed. Just remember the acclimation process takes time, so caregivers have to be patient and understanding and be willing to follow guidance. Barn cats placed by four paws are semi-feral and non-aggressive ferals that were rescued from public shelters because they were considered unadoptable as indoor pets. They will arrive with their vet records and there's no adoption fee for the barn cats. If you are in the Northern Virginia area and are within a hundred miles of Fairfax Virginia and have a lot of land and would love a cat just on your premises and you really don't have to do much other than feed them maybe once or twice a day these cats may be an option for you. You can check out our link tree on our IG page at CRC pet service for all information regarding these barn cats. They're super cute and they deserve a home too. Even if they don't want to interact so much with us, it's a good place for them to at least have a wonderful shelter and consistent food. Come to the end of the episode and I appreciate you spending your time with me on this Wednesday afternoon or morning, or maybe it's a different day of the week. I appreciate you listening in. If you have any questions for me, you can always email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com for any inquiries, questions, comments, concerns, just say hi, whatever you want to do, feel free to reach out. And are you looking for pet care services in the Northern Virginia region, particularly in Arlington, Falls Church, Tyson's, and McLean? CRC Pet Service is your one-stop shop for all of your pet sitting needs, from boarding to dog walks, cat sitting, pet sitting, anything that you need, we're able to do. Even baths. So find us on the web at www.crcpetservice.com and you can also follow us on our Instagram page at CRC Pet Service. Next episode, we are going to dabble in the exotic pet trade industry and what's it all about and why it's still being done today, as well as answering a question what is a better pet option, a Syrian hamster or a dwarf hamster? And that will premiere Wednesday, November 25th. And you can check us out every other Wednesday, most of the time for more episodes of Pet Fluff. All right, guys, until then, you have a safe week. actually have a safe couple weeks. And in case anyone hasn't told you today, you matter, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are magical. Bye, guys.